beyond the superficial, go beyond the noise, and Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world, focus skills and passion into innovative ideas, take control, become the engineer of your own life, transform product ideas into business realities. This is End Hype. If you run services, you're missing money. Transform your product ideas into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Look, on today's episode, I want to talk about scaling service based businesses with physical products. I want to show you how to create an additional revenue stream by selling a thing. And I'm I'm obsessed with this idea. I'm obsessed with the idea of selling products because that's what I do. That's my background. I come up with ideas. I manufacture ideas. I sell my ideas as products, right? And do it for myself and I do it for other people. So like, yeah, rightfully, I should be passionate about it. I should be obsessed with it because I'm going to try to sell you on the idea of making your own products. And I don't care what industry you're in and what you do. There's a way that you're missing an opportunity and you're missing money by not having a physical product. And I'm going to tell you why, right? So this isn't just me saying, hey, work with me and I'm going to, I'm going to make a thing for you. And we're all going to make money, right? What I want you to understand are these four points about why physical products, they're not better than services, it augments your service business. Um, The first thing is that it's a massive differentiator, right? Think of all of the service businesses that you know, like a roofer, a plumber, a photographer, a fitness coach, all of those people, and then think of how many of them sell a physical product. And you might think like, as you're discovering this in your mind, you're like, hmm, well, I definitely know some of the top fitness coaches are selling nutraceutical products, or I definitely know that some of the top salon owners have their own shampoo lines. I definitely have seen some of the top realtors offer and sell a thing and differentiate themselves from the market because they do this other thing that no one else does. And I hope that that starts jogging the memory because what I really need you to walk away with is to open your eyes to this opportunity and you'll start to see it from winners everywhere because winners are able to create that elasticity of value. They're able to create separation distance from everyone else because just doing good work isn't good enough to actually differentiate yourself. That's table stakes. You're supposed to do good work. You're supposed to do your work on time. That's how the business transaction is supposed to go. Where we, uh, where we differentiate ourselves is by being different, having a different angle, having a different strategy, having a whole separate service that no one else can compete in, creating our own category or creating our own experience. And 
Products are difficult, but those obstacles become your moats. You, that's why you continue to be differentiated because if people want to copy you, everything that you do that's difficult or was difficult will be difficult for them. Maybe it's a little easier because they can model you, copy you, right? But for 99% of people out there, something that's differentiated is too difficult for them to copy because they're just barely getting by doing good enough. So that's one. The second part is the power of tangibility, the power of touch, right? So if you have a service and you do something, maybe you're competing on ease, right? Maybe you're competing on that customer experience. And if not, you probably should, right? You should think about this is how it is to engage with your business. Are you trying to be overly professional or very technical, or are you trying to be very exact? Or are you trying to be very easy, very comfortable? Whatever your experience that you're trying to create with a customer, products can enhance that experience. Because imagine the last time that you received an amazing gift. When you saw that that wrapping paper or you saw that Amazon package come in, you opened it up and you saw that really cool box. You opened it up and you, you touched that product for the first time or you saw that, that card, right? Maybe they slipped in a handwritten note. You thought, man, this is so powerful. Think of the last time that you received a mediocre present, right? Maybe your realtor sent you some chocolates and you just ate those. And that combined touch and taste into that experience and it tied it tied it in and tied it together but at least you had something that's more powerful than just a intangible service so physical products are inherently more brandable and they inherently can enhance or maybe detract if, if they're terrible right but they can alter that customer experience they use more of the senses. It's very powerful, right? And uh, that product can use those senses and it can tie into the emotion. So we talk about this all the time, the transformation that that person is experiencing. If they've just bought a house, maybe their transformation is from a renter to a first-time home buyer, And all the things that they need to facilitate that transformation are potentially products that you could give them to enhance their experience or that you could sell them as a differentiator, right? Uh, There's lots of different ways to play with this and play on it. But when we sell to the story, our brand becomes part of that intense emotion and that transformation. And when we can anchor that to a product, it is, again, it indexes on that, that tangibility, unlike what a service can do, unlike what the written word can really achieve. Very, very powerful, right? It's powerful for your brand. It's powerful to get likes and shares online. It's powerful to get word of mouth. It's powerful for to stay top of mind with your customers, right? And then uh, the final thing I just... 
I want before we move in to the next the next stage, I'm actually going to talk about different products that people can do, is I want you to understand that products scale. Services are fantastic. Service businesses are fantastic. But they require significant systems and processes and training to be able to scale because they're butts and seats business, right? They involve somebody actually doing the work, right? If you're a photographer, you got to go shoot photos. There's only so much you can charge and there's only so much time that you have. And at a certain point, you're charging the most you can charge without radically changing your business, which guess what? Physical products could help you change, right? Your brand and what you're offering. But reasonably, you can only pull so many levers, right? We can charge more, we can work with more people, but we have limited time. So like products scale in the in the sense that you can have a warehouse full of them and a fulfillment company can ship them after people bought buy them through your site, right? You can get products from one place, have them kitted and, and finished in another place. You can have somebody else ship them out, fulfill them, right? E-commerce is scalable in that a few people can do enormous amounts of revenue, right? So if we pick the right products with the right margin and we layer that over our services, we can, can scale significantly the revenue or that profit without adding a ton of people onto our team. So that's, that's the thing. It's products scale. It wouldn't be unnatural to see a company, an e-com company with five people that are doing eight figures, whereas if it's a photography business and you had five photographers, they're definitely not doing 15 million or 20 million or 30 million dollars, right? It's just not. It's be impossible, right? But it, it's not impossible if it, they had products. So what kind of things should people make? Well, it's a pretty broad subject, but I get this a lot because I'm out there preaching about the power of physical products every day. And so people are like, I don't know, what should I make? Like, what do you like? That's the first thing. What's your brand? What's the story of your brand? If you know the story of your brand, you know who likes your stuff, who you work with, who you're, you know, who are you serving? You kind of know what they need. And if you don't, you can go out and ask them. It's pretty easy, pretty easy thing. But here's, here's a couple of easy places to start and um, you can kind of go from there. So uh, the top one that I see, and I think every coach on YouTube or Instagram has released a journal in the last year because they, they've already, people have already started to figure this out. The influencers haven't figured it out yet, right? So if you're an influencer and you listen to this, uh, we produced content last year talking about this, and I don't think people have caught on <laughs> yet. But for service businesses, you, you run a real business. You want to increase your business. Maybe it's a little down because of the past year. So like this makes sense. If you're a coach, you can record your journey. You can record your habits and you can release it. And it's so brandable. Uh, so I was talking about this the other week. I think one of the best branded pieces of content that I've, that I've ever seen was Dana Lynn Bailey's uh, routine leading up to the Olympia, Right. It's kind of cool because you, you know, she didn't know she was going to win the Olympia, but that booklet, 
not only is it helpful and educational, but it's also so branded because it's like in her handwriting. It's got the, it's got all of their, all of their branding and it's got their feel and it was, it's tied into something that was historic and really important to, to her. So it combines all those things and it's the intersection of many pieces of that brand story and what people are trying to achieve. They're trying to achieve some kind of success hitting, uh, hitting their fitness goals or hitting uh, a life success like milestone. And it all combines into that one piece. So if you're a coach, can't you do something similar to that? Right. You can tell people and say like, I'll make a journal. That's just like, here's the daily habits and this will help you become successful. Or you can document your own journey and create that journal just like Dana Lynn Bailey did. And it serves others and helps them document. So I always thought that was really cool. But if you're if you're a fitness coach, you could you could release something as simple as a plate, right? Or like like uh, you know just special is you know Tupperware, right? Anything, anything that fits for you. You can release a piece of fitness equipment. I don't know. You got to think about this. What's within your realm of execution? Your desire of risk your level of investment that you're looking to put in. And there's things that are very low risk, low investment, like a journal. And there's things that are very expensive, like creating custom fitness equipment. For some reason, everybody that has no manufacturing experience, no product development experience, all their ideas drift towards something that's incredibly difficult to market and incredibly expensive to develop. Think of what enhances your brand and enhances your customer's experience like this. And you can, you can find very simple things to start with. And uh, that leads me to my second product idea, and it's an experience package. So, again, this is something I was just talking about, is if I was a photographer, I could make a little experience package and some information. So... This is a, here's a way to shoot viral TikToks. Here's a way to shoot viral photos for Instagram. And here's a little kit of all the little cool accessories that you need to make your iPhone photos or make your photos next level. You have a little piece of content. You have a little thing like this. Shoot like me. So you're a service provider. Shoot like me with the Bobby Vans Experience Kit, right? And there you go, right? That's that's a little thing. And you can give it to your clients, right? You don't want to shoot their iPhone photos anyways. There you go, right? You want to shoot their 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 good stuff. So do like that. It enhances all of the content that they're producing. They feel like they're doing something. You do the high value work. The rest of their feed doesn't look like garbage, right? Like there's a lot there. But how many people in your industry uh, are giving an experience package, right? And that's going to be different for everyone, but I'll, I'll pick on realtors too, because that industry seems to be highly transactional. And I've spoken to a couple hundred realtors in the past couple months because of a clubhouse. And it's really interesting because, uh, photographers seem to get it pretty quickly. Talk to wedding industry people. They seem to get it pretty quickly. But what's interesting is all these ideas work for every single company. It's not like 
you could only do an experience kit if you're a photographer. It's like, I sit me down with a plumbing company and we'll come up with an experience box with a plumbing company and we'll make that experience better. But um, the realtor thing is, is really interesting because they're giving these gift boxes and gift bags. And like, that's fine. That's interesting. But by tying in all of the emotions, by uh, tying in all of the senses, there was just, there's so much more. So we, we started talking about, and I've, I think this is fantastic for so many different uh, spaces, but selling scented candles that remind you of a specific, of a specific event or a specific thing. And if you can tie in the emotion to a scent, it's so powerful. It's so unbelievably powerful. Uh, I spoke with a marketing company in their marketing, uh, one of their clients sells hotel themed scented candles. So the candle captures the emotional scent of famous hotels around the world. So like people can't travel right now, but they can travel with that candle. But scents are very powerful in general, calming, exciting, right? Holidays, you know, your new car smell. So like you think about this and it's like, how can you create this experience and you think the experience box and it's like everyone wants to think so linearly like, hey, here's what you need for your house. Like, let me throw in some general contractor and here's a drywall guy and a roofing guy. They'll throw in their business cards, throw in some chocolate. Like, that's all good. People aren't going to say no to that. But like, how can this help transform the whole process of them entering their new home? Like, what's something that's so next level that you can do? And here's what's crazy is that people aren't stupid. They don't need your brand on stuff. This is where the whole swag industry, which is smart, it just go, it goes awry, right? You don't have to slap your logo on the welcome mat that you give everybody when they come into the house. People will remember that it was part of that package. Maybe you put your logo on the back, maybe you know, something else like you, you don't have to, you know, pimp yourself out like that. It, it cheapens the whole idea and it cheapens the anchoring. It cheapens the experience. People will remember the experience of working with your company and your brand long after that candle is gone. Right? They don't need to see your face on a business card like every time they walk in the house, right? They don't need that. So uh, think about experiences and then I'll, I'll give you a really simple one, and this, this um, it escapes people, but if you're a professional and you do a job, what's the, what's the prosumer version of the thing that you use, of a tool that you've created, a thing that you, uh, that you need, right? So for a photographer, that might be a bag, but it might also be like, something associated with what you do. It might be a way to display photos, right? Just think easy and think inside your brand. So when you do these, it's not just building revenue, but it's also contributing to the concept of your brand, right? You're trying to create something that will enhance your business and it will make sense from a storytelling perspective, we're not just trying to make money. Cause if we're doing that, that's that Wi-Fi bread thing again, right? I just I know some great forex scams. I mean, forex opportunities for you to get involved in 
if you're just trying to make money, we're trying to build businesses and brands here. So, uh, hit me in the DMS. Right. Uh, but no, like if I was a plumber, you could make tools, uh, you know, think about your industry, think about what you use and think about how you could provide that through white labeling or private label or how you could make a custom version of that thing that never existed before. Cause here is the interesting piece that I'll leave you with is that your business is a product laboratory. If you're a services business, you get something that most product development or product focused companies never get. And it's access, direct access to the customers. You get to talk to people that are in a wedding party or at a wedding every single week. You get to talk to people who are your potential customers all the time. So if you want to figure out what they need, you can just ask them. If you want to see if it's something that they would purchase, go get a white label or private label version of that product and start selling it like now. And then if it really hits, go and make the investment in making your custom version of it, right? Move up that traction ladder, right? Like we keep talking about the traction products. So we invest a little bit more and we have more ownership in the product. But your business is a lab and use that unique advantage, that proximity to the customer to the fullest extent of the power it provides. Right? So I want you to go out and I want you to figure one thing, one thing that would radically enhance your customers need the transformation that they're trying to seek when they engage your service, right? It taps into the emotion, the emotional output of that thing. So like if I was a plumber and I was selling tools, I would be selling it like insurance. Like this is your first aid kit for your plumbing. I wouldn't sell them a wrench, right? You got to get with me on this. So like if you have questions on this concept, like I said, I'm out there preaching this. DM me, right? You can message me on any of the social platforms and we'll work through we'll work through how this could function for you. And if you're a services business and already doing this, like let's talk about how to scale this this up because your list is a huge opportunity to sell products in a soft launch. And I'm, I'm talking to people that have 1,000, 10,000, tens of thousands of people on their email list that they're sending newsletters to, and their open rates aren't terrible. But I'm like, why aren't you selling a product? Right? You could just instantly get, you can instantly get 1,000 people to open up an email where you know that you're going you're gonna to start a nurture sequence to sell a product that you know that they need because you've talked to hundreds of people right? Because your service business, like this is a massive opportunity. I hope that this episode has gotten your wheels turning. And if you did get some gems out of that, if you, if you're like, what am I even doing with my life? Like, am I missing these opportunities? Like share this out, right? You can share it uh, on a social platform or you can just message a friend and be like, bro, you gotta, you gotta listen to this. This guy is crazy. I would appreciate it. That's how End Hype grows. We grow as a community. And I appreciate all your time. My name is Callie Keen. This was End Hype.
Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype. Hype.